Welcome to the Passion Harvest podcast audio series. Thank you so much for listening today. I am Louisa, your host, International Passion Ambassador. If you would like to watch this episode, please head over to our Passion Harvest channel on YouTube. We love taking you on a journey to discover your passions. Thanks for listening. Hello, passionate listeners. My guest today is Jocelyn Mercado. I'm so excited to have her on the show. It's been a long time coming and I feel like I already know her already. I've followed her and all the wonderful things she's doing. So welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Louisa. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you. I, we were just saying, I'm so empowered by you and I've been following your emails and all the online courses that you're doing and the symposiums. And I love your story, um, leaving the finance world and following your passions and really, you know, wanting to make a difference in the world, but also empowering people to make that change in their life and change the world and just you're doing all these incredible things. So I guess I'd love to start with your journey of from finance. Yes, yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I worked in in finance for over 15 years and I worked for some bigger companies like Mercedes-Benz and Cadbury and you know, I was doing all the things you're supposed to do, right? All the things mm. that your parents say and that they tell you in school to, you know, get a good job and get a promotion and all these things. Um, and when my daughter was born, which was in 2010, um, I suddenly had this big internal shift and I kind of call it, I call it my sacred feminine awakening, you know, when the, the birth of my first daughter. And I realized how empty I felt inside from that work, from, you know, the, the, the finance and the, you know, having to keep up a certain facade and having to, you know, to be what others wanted me to be in that world. And it began to feel really empty and really false. And I didn't know what was going to happen next, but I knew that I needed to make a big change and that I wanted to create a different kind of future for my daughter, you know, for her to model something very different for her than from what I had been doing up to that point. So I really started reading everything I could get my hands on at that time about different, all different world religions and different spiritual traditions, because I was trying to figure out why am I here? What am I supposed to be doing? And also the collective of those, like, why are we all here? What are we all supposed to be doing? Mm. And I thought that might be the best place to find the answers. And what really stood out for me more than anything else was indigenous and shamanic wisdom and earth-based wisdom. Um, and that just spoke to me on a much more profound level than my Catholic upbringing that I had had right. up till that point and, and, and any of the other spiritual traditions. So I really dove into that head first and, uh, started a regular shamanic journeying practice, which is, um, you know, it's basically a meditative practice, but you can go really, really deeply into the, into the theta brainwave state when you're listening mm -hmm. to a drum beat. So it's very powerful. It's very visionary and all kinds of magical things started happening at that point. And, but I'm, I, as I'm listening, I'm also feeling scared for you because you've got this great corporate job and then, you know, your life's dramatically changing. Are you yes. questioning, what am I going to do? How am I going to, you know, afford to feed my children? And yeah, that, yes. I mean, I can imagine the fear that comes up with that. 
Yeah. At that point, I hadn't quit my finance job yet, mm -hmm. but I was exploring these new worlds. Um, and I was also watching as my marriage was getting more and more crumbly and rocky because as I was exploring these new worlds, my husband was not really on board with that. And I would try to, I would say, read this book, it'll change your life. And he'd say, I'm, I'm fine. I'm good the way I am. I don't want to change my life, you know? Yeah, that's hard. I see that a lot. So very often when we go to make these big changes, it's kind of like everything falls apart at the same time, right? And that was, that was, that was <laughs> yeah. And so, yeah, I, I encourage people who are also in a big transformational process to not be afraid if it seems like everything's falling apart because it's actually all, it's falling apart in your favor, <laughs> even when it may not seem that way. So, yeah, so then I was, I was at this um, crossroads in 2015 when I knew that I needed to launch my business in a bigger way, Sacred Planet. I had been doing some local coaching and leading a local women's group, but it really was not bringing in any significant amount of income. Mm. And I knew that I wanted to make this big shift, but income wise, I had no idea how that was going to happen. Cause unfortunately we do live in the real world. We have to, you know, um, consider these things. Yes. <laughs> we, have to pay the, we have to pay the mortgage or the rent and we have to put food on the table. And I had two young children by that time. I had a five-year-old and a three-year-old at that or five and a two five-year-old, two-year-old at that time. Um, and so what happened for me was when I went to launch my business online in a bigger way, I held my first online summit, which is like an uh, online conference where you bring together mm -hmm. a number of speakers. I think I had 26 speakers in that first one. And I you know, with all of my, my earth-based practices that I was, you know, doing at that time, I asked for all the support that I could get and the support came in, in a really incredible way. So what happened was that I was, um, well, the summit is a very powerful model for creating an online audience for, for finding your tribe, because you create an online summit around whatever, whatever topic you want that's like mm -hmm. very, very powerful and meaningful to you and interview all different speakers who will have all different perspectives on that topic and then make all the interviews available for free online. And the people who join the event will be, you know, they will resonate with that core topic very much, right? So that first one that I did was called <coughs> the Ancient Wisdom and Modern Science Summit, right? And it was like, how do, how are ancient wisdom and modern science complementing each other and what can we learn from each um, to, to move forward in our path. So I had 3,000 people who came in and joined that event. And so I wow. went from an email list, list of about 60 people to about 3,000 people. And from there, I was able to offer coaching. And I had a really good number of people who signed up for coaching, both life coaching and business coaching from the beginning there. So I feel... Um, I feel that I received support, you know, from, from the higher intelligence, mm -hmm. right? I, think, I feel like when we're on our mission, when we're willing to get outside of our comfort zone and follow that path, even though we might be afraid and not know how things are going to turn out, often the support will come in ways that we could never have foreseen. So at that point, I made the decision to quit my finance job. And that was very scary. Yes. <laughs> And, you know, when you're starting a business, there are a lot of ups and downs at the beginning in mm. the income. So I experienced that for a good couple of years. 
with a lot of ups and downs and made it work one way or another, but it's not easy. Financially, it is not easy starting a business. So. But you wouldn't go back I would to find it. Definitely not go back. Yes. Um, I know. I I think I was looking at one of your courses or one of your offerings you have at the moment about um, the online forums and how fabulous it is for building up your brand and your business and your mailing list. Mm -hmm. Yes. So you're also doing coaching in forums itself or how to hold Yes. So I do, I coach people on how to create your own summit or conference and launch your business. I've coached quite a few people on this now. I've coached over 22 individuals one-on-one. And I'm also now leading groups of five to seven people at a time in creating summits. So it's really powerful work. I love doing it. It's very transformational. When you step into saying yes to creating a summit or a conference like that, it takes you right out of your comfort zone immediately because you have to, you're saying, yes, I'm going to become very visible. I'm going Mm. to invite speakers who I greatly admire and they may or may not even know who I am. And I'm going to hope that they say yes. So you're really putting yourself out there in a big way and it creates a huge transformation in your confidence and your clarity around your mission. Uh, It's about a six month process to create a a summit from the very beginning receiving the idea until actually holding the event. So it is a life-changing six months and I love leading people on that process. (laughs) And are you actually interviewing them like I'm talking to you now or are they? Yeah, exactly like like this. Yeah. Yeah. It's a very, it's somewhat similar model to podcasting. Mm -hmm. It's just that all the interviews are happening like in the space of a week instead of. Sure once a week or once which every week. I can imagine is a lot a lot of work and what that it's a busy week it gets intense yes it gets really intense at that time yeah how fantastic um I guess you know also start I mean this is completely sidetracking but starting your own business it's very transformative it's really you learn a lot about yourself yeah absolutely absolutely it's such a you know that you can't start your own business without going on a profound personal journey and usual usually a spiritual journey of your own like the two are one yes and i found i have to be really good at prioritizing because there's so many little things i could do but you know i really just have to focus on the big thing right now that's really urgent not the thing i want to do or that you know like the fluffing of the pillows lovely stuff (laughs) (laughs) yes definitely yeah and and it takes it takes a lot of discipline for sure and it Mm. takes prioritizing and and prioritizing self-care yes very, very high on the priority list. It's very easy to let that fall down on the priority list. We have to keep bumping it back up because that's critical. But since this is, I mean, this is a show about passion and and if you're passionate about something, I mean, I find some of the work I can do, I could do it for hours and hours and hours. I just love it and I get so engrossed in it. So I think that's the difference um, when you're sort of working, if you're working for in a career that you don't actually enjoy, it's very, very different and quite soul destroying. Yes. Yes. That is, that's such a huge difference. And I feel that it's an energetic thing. Like if you're in a job that you don't love, it's like you're giving your energy away. Your energy is being drained and depleted. But if you are doing work that you love, working with clients that you love to talk to, you know, for me, creating summits just like gives me so much energy. When you're doing what you love, you're actually receiving energy back from it. You know, you're actually in, even though you're 
you're you're using your time and energy toward that thing you're you're growing your energy internally mm. and it feels amazing and um I do get quite a few emails from you and I usually read them because they're so well written. I wanted to talk about your writing. It's really beautiful. Your, oh, thank you so much. I does love it to. take you a long time to write an email? It, you know, it depends <laughs> on what the email is about. There are some things, you know, I love to write poetry. Okay. And so if I write, a, if I'm writing a poem, it just flows and it will just happen in 10 or 20 minutes usually. But if I'm, if I'm writing an email, that's more like copywriting, that'll take a little mm -hmm. longer. I can still get into it and love it, but it, it takes me a little longer to get all the right sentiments in there that I want to convey. Yeah. It's be and I was just looking at your website, I think yesterday, and it's very well written. Does it, I mean, I find sometimes even with me, if I'm writing something, I question myself and say, mm, should I say that? Is it right? But I guess I've, I'm learning, I guess this is, you know, sort of my spiritual journey and working for myself that I think we just kind of have to accept and this is us. And if you like it, this is what I've written. Yeah, definitely. Because we each express our personality through our writing. Mm. You know, and we, it's kind of like our energetic imprint that we're expressing through our writing and the right people will be drawn to that, to the way that you are uniquely expressing it that nobody else can. Yes, I absolutely so. agree. And um, you're, I know you've got a new offering. You're holding a shamanic uh, workshop. Do you yes. want to talk about that? Sure. Sounds yeah, I'm amazing. So about this. It's a brand new offering. It's something that we haven't done before. So I, my colleague, his name is Verdeluz and he is a uh, shamanic healer and an astrologer. And he's been doing that work for about 20 years. And so I'm teaming up with him because we wanted to create a retreat that would bring in both these healing aspects, really, really deep healing, like breath work and past life regression and spending time out on the land and the beautiful mountains um, in North Carolina, where it's going to be located. We wanted to combine that, you know, take the insights and the, and the visions that come through while we're doing the healing work and then let people use that to catalyze their business to the next level. Or if they don't have a business, you know, to really get increased clarity on their mission and their purpose and how they want to carry that forward into the world. So it's this beautiful combination of purpose with the healing work, which is extremely powerful. So that's going to be happening November 1st through the 6th. That sounds amazing. I'm a, I'm a bit far away. So <laughs> <laughs> yes, we have people coming from uh, Europe. Wow. To so it's very exciting, yeah, as well as the US and Canada. I'm blown away by the amount of things that you do. So what's what else is coming up next? Do you have a do you plan are you very organized and plan out for the years ahead what's happening? I plan about six months in in advance. I find that things are changing so quickly mm -hmm. these days. Um, both what is needed and what I'm inspired about that I I don't usually plan more than six months out. Okay. So it's an interesting thing. I, I feel that it's so important to leave room for the constant evolution, right? I love that's it. Yeah. Us. Um, but yeah, another really big, exciting thing that's starting soon and that I still have a couple spaces left for is a, a mastermind program. It's called the sacred feminine mastermind. And this is a program where we're going to be doing, we're going to be looking at the practical aspects of business as far as marketing and messaging and growing your tribe. But kind of similar to the retreat, actually, we're going to be 
going on a nine month journey of really, really deep, um, customized coaching for each person on those practical aspects. But then as a group, we're going to be doing ritual work and shamanic journeying work to create the vision, right? And to anchor in that bigger vision for, work, for your work, who you are becoming, who you choose to become, right? And for where that work is going in the future as you will eventually leave your legacy. So really turning to the, the shamanic and ritual aspects to get the bigger picture view to guide you on, on your path. Um, so this is gonna be a very profound nine month journey. Sounds fabulous. I love, I love how you um, are empowering all these people. It's fantastic. It's really, really wonderful. And I know um, you have a particular tenderness for the planet. So is there something you'd like to talk about that? I know it's very close to your heart. It's close to all of our hearts, but I know you particularly talk about it quite often. Definitely. Yeah. And this is, you know, that that was the whole inspiration for my business from the beginning, Sacred Planet. Hence the name. (laughs) Hence the name, exactly. Um, Yes, I mean, I have felt for quite some time now that the earth is speaking to us and through us, um, as well as the stars and the cosmos are are communicating with us. And there is vast intelligence surrounding us at all times. So the stars and the planets, the trees, the earth herself, they, they all contain an intelligence. They all possess their own intelligence. You know, human beings are certainly not the only intelligent ones. And we're receiving this information from them constantly. And they are um, very purposefully helping us to wake up and open up to how we can make, each of us can make our unique contribution to the world. And so I, I feel that it is so important that we pay attention to our passion right? Your podcast. Yay. And what we long for, like what we long to do. And, um, and also the synchronicities and the signs and the magical little things that happen that guide us or the new, the connections to a new person who can open up whole new worlds for us, right? That we might've never expected to come into our lives. We need to be paying attention to all of these things because all of these are signposts guiding us toward our larger mission and guiding us towards something that we can do that we can be very, very passionate about and fulfilled by, and that will allow us to offer our higher, highest contribution to the future of the world. You know, and we all, I think we're all thinking about this right now. You know, we're thinking about um, the, the environmental reports that we're hearing And we're wondering what it's going to be like for our children and our grandchildren and the next seven generations of life, Um, not just human life, but the animals, the plants, right? How are we all going to be affected? So I just, I feel so strongly that when we are paying attention to those little clues and signs and our passion and our longings and responding as best we can, which sometimes means stepping way outside of our comfort zone, doing things we're afraid of. But when we're responding in the best way that we can, we're going to be led to a place that we can make a really beautiful contribution toward the future. And that's each and every one of us. You know, it's not just certain people that are chosen for that. Every one of us can do that, has the potential. 
That was beautiful. And you've also just answered my question. I was going to ask about passion, but you answered it. You know, it's, it's about that awareness. It's just um, listening to the signs, you know, the whispers and following what feels really good. And that's how you discover or remember your passion. Yeah. Yeah. And the universe what... will always support you. Sorry yeah. to interrupt you. Yeah. I was going to say following what feels true in your heart. Mm. There's a very simple practice we can do of just placing one hand or both hands on our heart and closing our eyes and ask, ask a question, I'm gonna do any that. <laughs> question you want. Yeah. You know, any question that you want. So it, it might be, um, what is the next step I need to take toward my passion and my mission and just get very quiet and just listen in because your heart already knows. And we can ask really big, momentous questions this way and receive answers that we never expected. Um, sometimes you have to ask more than once, and that's okay. Keep trying. Don't give up because the answer is always in there. That, that's such a simple but powerful tip. It really is that, that using that. And it's not going to be some person talking to you like you, I'm, I'm talking to you, but it's a very subtle answer. Yes. Yes, like the slightest whisper, or it might not even be a voice. It might just be a yeah. feeling. Or you actually can't. I mean, I've found as I practice more, I actually already know the answer. Yes, it's almost, but it's like, sometimes it's like you, you, even before you finish asking the question, the answer is already coming. Mm, or it's just, a, a, people call it a gut feeling. It's just what feels right. Yes, absolutely. Oh, that's lovely. So as we come to a close, what else would you like? To, is there anything else you'd like to talk about? Well, I would, I would say that for everyone listening, um, as I mentioned a little bit already, very often when we are moving toward our, our mission, it requires us to do something that can feel really scary, like be visible in a whole new way, um, do something that our friends and family may or may not uh, like or agree with. Mm -hmm. But again, we can always come back to our heart. And if, if you know that it feels true in your heart. Um, and even if it feels scary, go ahead and do it. Go ahead and do what you know is true to you. That will not lead you wrong. It will never lead you, leave you, it will never lead you wrong and the universe will come in to support you as well. You, you just answered my question as well. I was about to ask you <laughs> if someone wants to follow their passion, what would they do? And you've just answered. That was so beautiful. <laughs> That is, yes, that is the best way to do it. It and, was and simple good. and articulate and straight to the point. <laughs> good, good. Jocelyn, thank you so much for being on Passion Harvest. Thank you so much, Luke. <laughs> it's been, been an pleasure. absolute pleasure. Likewise. Okay, bye-bye. Thank you. That is the end of our passionate episode. Thank you so much for listening and please subscribe, leave a review, tell your friends and spread the passion. As always, every day, may you be more and more passionate.